Ready to get started? Yeah, sure. Alrighty. Oh God, we haven't started. Okay. Oh, no. Yeah, we, we we always cut out the really racist shit in the front. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Exactly. Get get that out of our systems. Yeah. All right, everybody. Welcome back to the Woods Cast. As always, I am Justin, coming to you from Chicagoland, and this is a podcast where two uh, two people who were told were brothers. We're gonna uh, operate under that uh, myth for a while. Um, enjoy. I don't know how many adult beverages. I'm I'm, I'm kind of half in the bag as we as we're starting. So enjoy too many um uh too many adult beverages and then shout into the abyss about the shit that's going on in this simulation that you meat bags call life. Um, as always, I'm with my uh, younger and more Godzilla informed brother Shay coming to us from the Centennial State. What's going on, Shay? Uh, you know they do they did greenlight the next Godzilla versus Kong movie. We're doing or at least another one already? Yeah, or Godzilla versus... I, I know there's a new... Yes, I think it is like a versus Kong again, but I don't know. There's Yeah, there's another one in the works. Um, so, total total non-sequitur here. Did you see where everybody is talking about how different, different lighting of blue, purple, and red, I think those are the colors, signifies trans. They call it transsexual lighting. That's, no, that's, that's what the, that's what film directors use to signify that a character is is transsexual, huh. and then the first picture of every points under that post under that um, article is the uh, Godzilla King Kong fight in Tokyo, which is nothing but blue and purple and red lights. Yeah, so Godzilla's trans. I, I don't know. Maybe maybe Godzilla is. You never know. I don't know. Historically, it's asexual. Godzilla just pops out babies at random right. throughout the movie franchise. So right, right. That's right. A, it's not the same thing though. Um, uh, I have yeah. seen. If we're going to talk about Godzilla and King Kong for a while, I have seen a very hard and concentric push that they want to they want to nail down that Godzilla, a oh ship. Sorry, King Kong was only in his adolescence and should be like almost twice that size when he grows to full size because of the scale of everything that was in the Hollow Earth. I, I don't think I'd buy that because that would make mm-hmm. him like. Much much bigger than Godzilla. No, that's that. That's not going to happen. On uh, yeah, I can't see that. That's not traditionally Godzilla gets a little bit bigger with each movie. And and that's not like necessarily canon. That's just like they just draw him bigger. Mm. Oh, okay, I see what you mean. Yeah, it's not like they're like, hey, the last time we almost killed Godzilla, he was this tall, but he's grown. They're just like the director's like, let's make him this big this time. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I don't know. we're here for it. Well, that started in the '80s because. When they brought Godzilla back, he was amongst the, like the giant skyscrapers right, in right. downtown. So like he got like way bigger, and then that just get bigger and bigger and bigger. It's I always wonder what it was like to like be the guy in the suit, and they're like, "All right, push the building on him!" Wham! Yeah. They just not you know. Oh, it's got to be fun, intuitive extent. Oh, yeah, I mean it has to be fun. Suit weighs like fucking four hundred pounds though, it's and it's and it's just boiling lava hot inside of it. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I mean. It's still fun to watch. I mean, I don't give a shit who you are. Like, you watch some of those, um, the costume fights in, like, something like um, Power Rangers. And it's still funnier, fun. Like, what are y'all doing? Mm-hmm. Like, this is yeah. silly. But, I mean, there's a whole new Power Rangers universe coming to, I think, Netflix. 
I saw um, that, and I also yeah. dipped in and out of the comics, which aren't bad. No, they're. I need to get the rest of the Godzilla versus ones. Um, but uh, yeah, they're fine. They're all fine. It's it's. Wow, I it you is, know it is what it yeah. is. Like I, I I dipped into the. I mean, I'm, I've never been a big uh, Power Rangers fan, but like I dipped into it because like apparently the Green Ranger like destroyed several different universes. Kind of kind of like that um, Jet Li movie of the one. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, if, if it kills enough of them. That was that shattered grid or whatever. Yeah, something like no, that. No, yes, I don't know. I can't cool. remember. There's a couple. There's a couple fun ones. Yeah. Um, um, is, is any of this on your outline that you? Not at all. We're not even about? Okay, because Justin texted me today. He's like, "When can you do the podcast?" I'm like, "Oh, around eight. And he's like, "Well, I want to make sure I use the outline." And I'm just like, "Why?" Like, well, you're no, right. Is is it mainly just so you can say, like, "God damn it, there's an outline. I did it." No, it's mainly so like. How do I want to phrase this? Okay, so you and I are fairly busy for some fucking reason. Yeah. And it turns out Mondays is the best day to do the podcast. FYI, everybody, we're recording this on Monday, June 6th. Um, and if anything, like if your schedule changes or I got to work late, like we, we just punt until like the next week or so. And if when I text you during the day, I'm like, hey, can you do a podcast or you want to do a podcast? You're just not fucking feeling it. You know, whatever. And you're, and you're, you're busy at work. I, I, all I need to know is whether I need to take time to make an outline. Yeah, I, I know. Spend, if I, spend I get time it, I get it. But, line, I just, but but why? When do we know. ever? You know, anyway, sorry. So I, I, I don't have... know why. Yeah. <laughs> Shut I up. This is my process. You. I appreciate <laughs> you. <laughs> All right. Anyway, speaking of the outline, uh, this week's numbers. Let's just run through them. I, I got a. I got a. I'm about a halfway through the keg. Um, that that was fresh the last time we talked. Uh, I had about three or four beers before we started. We'll see how this goes. Uh, Shay, I see you drinking some beers. Got anything else you're sipping on? Not at, not really, actually. I'm, but this is a dry house. That, that's what I say when I have only beer but no whiskey. Um, I don't, I don't have consider any... drinking beer or drinking either. No. Someone's like, well, you, uh, my, my favorite thing is when you go to somebody's house that doesn't know you. Like, you know, maybe a, a friend with an uptight wife or whatever. And you, you I have, like, two Miller lights. I'm like, all right, I'm going to go home. And she's like, are you good to drive? And I laugh. I'm like. Oh God, you're serious. Yeah. Yes, I'm okay. Yeah. Oh, you sweet summer child. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I had a uh, dinner with a bunch of work uh, people that I had only talking to, you know, only spoken to through zoom or, you know, and do doing collaborations and we got together and had dinner. I had three beers and uh, one of the collaborators, she was like, are you going to be okay to drive? And my buddy bear just like, he like snorted, laughed. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. shut up, Barry. Um, yeah, shut up, Barry. <laughs> and we always talked about how, like, getting that group together in a situation where, like, we were across the street from a hotel and we could just, like, really turn it up to 11. Yeah. And have people go, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> That's always, uh, well, it's funny because, like, I got drinking with, with coworkers and they're all, the, it's always the same thing. I was like, man, you can you can drink a lot and, and not be drunk. I'm like, well, I'm a, I'm a big man. and. Mm-hmm. I pace myself as part of it, but we uh we had we all took a break to see Top Gun last Friday as a company, so that was oh there you go. And you see the you see the the lightweights in that one. Oh, it's great. It's well, fun. I I've had people tell me things that I you know I I once I don't think I actually I shouldn't say lightweights. I should say normal ass people. That's right. actually <laughs> well. I mean, I was I was teaching class years ago at, at UK, and I overheard two students talking about like how much they were gonna how much they were gonna drink that weekend. And this one kid that maybe weighed a buck forty, you know, soaking wet, was like, I mean. I got to get two cases because I can drink one case and I start to feel it. So that's why I have the second case. 
And I just walked by and said, bullshit. <laughs> bullshit. And he was, he was like, what? I was like, I weigh 280, and I drink a case of beer, and I am hammered. Like, yeah. you can't drink 24 beers and not be drunk. Like, yeah, uh, can you walk around and talk to people? Yeah, of course, but you're drunk. Yeah, you're fucking drunk. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> fucking idiot. Oh, was he saying he drank? Oh, he drank a case and he didn't feel it. So, oh, you know, I drink two cases. Yeah, you're going to have the second I've also, I've also seen kids say that and then produce, like, two six-packs. I'm like, oh, okay, you mean 12 beers. All right, yeah, that's, yeah. that's a good night. But Yeah. No, I feel you on that one. I, t- I once told somebody that I poured, uh, I poured a beer off the keg to sip on while I made myself a cocktail, and they were like, what? That was thirsty. Yeah. Oh, oh so I'd like to thank everybody for tuning in to Old Drunk Man Corner. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, today we're going to talk about things that are different that we don't like anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Number one, telephones. <laughs> yeah. No. Well, and, and you were talking about people like not understanding how much you drink on just like casually. Well, we could always talk about how doctors are like, well, that's too much. I'm like, well, okay, it, you know, do you want the real number or do you want me to lie to you? Um, yeah, let's. But uh, years ago, my my buddy Neil, he um, met his his wife. Now they have a kid. You know, they made it. It's not, you know, but it was his new girlfriend, and he brought her to happy hour. And at the time, she didn't drink at all. I think now she's like a maybe fuzzy navel here and there. Well, you know, emeritus sour once in a while kind of kind of drinker. Um, I love emeritus sours. I haven't yeah. had one of those in a minute. They are pretty good. Um, and you can drink like a gallon of the fucking things. Um, but uh, we we sat down in happy hour at um, oh shit Shay I'm drawing a blank uh, burger place in Huntington. Um, GD Ritzies, Fat Patties, oh Fat Pat with a bar, yeah, yeah. And uh, we, we you know we're we're drinking beers, and I think I ha- I maybe have had two Brutuses, you know, two twenty four ounce beers at this point. And she's sitting directly across from me, and I'll never forget. She goes, uh, "How many of those are you gonna have?" <laughs> and I was like, "Well, since you asked, the number went up by two. <laughs> Out of spite, yeah. yeah. And she proceeded to say that she didn't know why people drank because she didn't drink. I was like, "Well, you have no reference here. I could be doing black top heroin at the at the at the table, you know, black tar heroin at, at the table, and you, you wouldn't know what the fuck the difference is, you know." But now she mailed out. That was also just fun side again. Um, at that time at Fat Patties, they had like one of the shittiest waiters ever there. Like he would take your order and then ask what everybody had. Like, what the fuck are you writing down over there, buddy? Like, what, what, where, where's that, where's that pad you're writing on? And at the end of the night, he'd always be like, "All right, so how many beers did you have?" And I'd be like, "Uh, four. He'd be like, "I don't, I don't know if that, I don't think that's the right number." I was like, "Yeah, what? Well, my job to count them." Yeah. And so we'd always lowball him. He'd get real pissed off. Oh, it anyway, is funny. We got some, we've got some adult beverages, mainly beer tonight. Uh, we are in the 502nd day of the, the Biden administration. It has been 516 days since the last attempt uh, of a coup on a free and fair election. We'll talk about that a little bit later. Um, Shay, like as we talked about last time, um, Trump is above uh, Biden in the polling, you know, in his presidency to date. So, like right now, a 538 uh, aggregate score, Biden is negative uh, 0.9%. Um, behind trump at this point and biden according to gallup is even with trump uh at this point in the presidency so anytime you tell them that he is the most hated president or most you know polls worst president ever remind them that the guy that they think um is the god king poll just as bad as uh biden did um we are 40 days out of a global pandemic because we're now in the endemic stage and it, uh, we'd like to congratulate fan of the show, uh, Rush Limbaugh, for being uh, sober for 474 days. <laughs> that joke is funny uh, because he's still dead. 
Ah, uh, yes. Um, Don't kill the messenger, folks. It's just a fact. Yeah, I, every time I what show you them, do with that reaction, right? Yeah, for your reaction, that's up to you. We're just providing you with information. Yeah. What you do with it is up to you. Um, if you think it's funny, then you can chuckle. Every time I share that on Facebook, I've got like a handful of people that are like, "That's that's just unseemly, Justin." I'm like, "Yeah, get over it." Yeah, that's fine. I mean, it is. That's why it's funny. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, it's like the point. Like, yeah. Um, I mean, I mean, Shay, the right's just getting too good at comedy now. They they can spot a joke, they just can't laugh at the fucking thing. Um, but uh, as far as COVID, I don't know about you. Um, like the numbers haven't changed much. Um, but here at in Illinois, we're actually going back to some masking and like at work i have to be tested once a week and i have to wear a mask because the county that i work in is uh, red now for covid cases but we still you know 80 86.6 million cases in the united states overall we have 1 million um americans that's over 345 9 11s or 285 kilo Benghazis, as we say here on the Woodscast, and we're still mm-hmm. hovering right around 65, 66% fully vaccinated. Um, that's problematic, but that needs, I mean, if we could get that to like 75 or 80, I wouldn't worry anymore, but I, I, we're not going to get there. I don't think that's happening. I uh, I know cases are up here. I mean, yeah. I, I, should, I should know those numbers because I, I listened to CPR on the way in the morning typically so they always give like a brief rundown of it. but it's like there's like it's nothing crazy though uh, it's like 60 people because the way they're fat they can't they're doing it now it's not positive cases it's hospitalizations so like hospitalizations there are like it's four times more than it was in march which is sounds bad but it was super low then so it's still right. not even close to what it was when things were bad like most right. of these people aren't going to the icu anymore and they're in the they're in the hospital for a shorter amount of time because right. I think I think it's like seventy ish percent of people here have both shots. Right, right, and and, and if you're vaccinated, you recover quickly. But the rates the, are up. You're right. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, rates are up, and you're recovering, recovering quickly. Let me. This is the endemic phase of a global pandemic. This is where we actually wanted to be. Um, you know, Rachel, you know, my wife Rachel is a nurse. Um, she's got COVID cases in the hospital again. Um, I mean, well, I know the dream goal was like, we're going to stay inside for three months and it's going to go away and never come back. But that's not really how that that's works. Because we didn't stay inside. Well, yeah, duh. That, that's that's the part that, that was chap- never that was that was never going to happen, though. Right. That That's a part that chaps my ass is these anti-vax assholes who want to talk about how all the things that uh, anti-Fauci did were wrong and, and, and incorrect. And that's why we still have the virus is because when we said, hey, how about we all stay inside? not congregate together to stop the spread of a highly contagious contagious pathogen you fuckers went to the sturgis bike rally like the year we were supposed to quote unquote lock down 550,000 people went to the sturgis bike rally so don't tell me we fucking locked down we didn't you know parts of america did and tried to slow the spread and the rest of you all were sucking and fucking across the you know the 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 eastern united states anyway god damn my point was more that uh, <laughs> that 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 is we'll put a pin in all that put a pin, uh, yeah. put a pin in that boop. but uh, no I just mean like it was never it, no matter what in real world it was never just going to go away like oh, yeah, it was yeah, always yeah, going to yeah. be really shitty and then get better for a couple of years so yeah I mean that's that's how the flu is if you look at the yeah. flu numbers they look very scary but it's something we've learned to deal with um, well, they yeah, banged out of, that vaccine pretty quick though 
Yeah. I'll they, um, what I, uh, oh God, it was, I, I can't remember the name of the report, but a couple of months ago, there was a report that came out and everybody was touting it is that as everybody was touting it to say that Republican states did better, specifically states like Texas and, um, Texas and, um, Arizona and Florida did better than blue states like New York and California in dealing with the virus. But the thing was, is that that came out from a think tank. It was an economic think tank um, that is very conservative and it didn't take into account mortality at all. I remember reading the report and be like, how the fuck did Florida do better than all these states in your in your you know metric? And so I looked at it and I found out that it doesn't consider mortality rates at all. Like how many of your fucking citizens died of covid? And if you look at mortality, if you look at the top, if you look at the top 25 states that had the most people die in them, 61 percent of those states were, were Republican controlled states. Like it was just like, you know, and, and I think Florida was like number nine. But it was, it was stupid. Whatever. Speaking of stupid, Shay, have you... Um, now, you are not on True Social because you do not have an Apple phone and um, therefore cannot get can on you not, True Social. Can you, so can you only sign up on... Uh, you Like, I can't go to like just truesocial.com nope. and use it? Nope. Really? Yeah. Still. I, I knew it was only on Apple, but... Ooh. Right. Still... I mean, I, you, we say limiting, but you're limiting yourself to one of the most popular phones on the planet. Which, right. and, but still, I, I, get I don't. Your point. Do you do you know off the top of your head what percentage of people are like Android versus Apple? Uh, I, well, I mean, there's more Android phones just by the nature of Android by it's, sales. Yeah, um, well, just because there's like a million different versions of Android phones. So, every, I but we don't. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, there are more Androids on the planet, but it's not. I'm saying this. It's not like there's not a lot of Apple users. Oh, no, yeah, of course, of course. Um, oh, I'm not getting any quick numbers off top of, uh, off the top of Google. But, um, but no, you're exactly right. And I think it's still hilarious that at this point they still don't have an app that applies to um, not only just the Android platform, but, like, how? Well, yeah, I, I'm, I'm flabbergasted like you are. How can I not go to truesocial.com and fucking, like, Talk to the president. Like how, how I wouldn't have. That? I mean, I never. I was never gonna. I'm not that guy that like the new media thing comes out. I'm like, I'm gonna sign up for this. I'm too lazy. Yeah. I don't fuck right. with it. Well, I, mean, I barely. Was... I have Facebook and an Instagram. That's all yeah. the social media I have. <laughs> well, when it first came out, you know, it it ballooned up. It was something like three million, you know, active users, and they were like, "See, it's just gonna grow from here." And like right now, I think they say that they they think they say they have something like three hundred thousand active users a day, or five hundred thousand. Oh users man, a day. I bet, and I bet the people that are still active on True Social are wow. cream of the crop. Yeah, top shelf motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of top shelf motherfuckers, um, Trump, you know, notoriously started this to get back at um, Twitter for kicking his ass off for yeah. spouting COVID and election lies. Um. He is. He got on there and said, "Like I'm back," or you know something. We read his his first. They call him truce, by the way. They're not called. You know, you can't call him tweets. So he read. He they, we read his first truth back when it happened. It was something like, "Welcome to True Social. You'll see more of your president." Blah blah blah. But then he went actually fucking dark for months, and he's recently started to pop up. And Shay, so now that he's posting again, uh, I don't know if you're going to believe this or not, but he has not gotten any smarter or. Mm. Um, anything like that. But the reason he posted is because 
Um, have you been following or give a shit about the Durham report? Do you know what I do you know what I mean when I say the Durham report? I feel like I should know what it is. So all right, yeah, so yeah, I'm gonna guesstimate it's something shitty. Uh, what? What? Okay, so basically, um, um, Robert uh, Barr on his way out, he um, gave Durham, John Durham, um, investigate investigative um, privileges. You know, whatever. I don't know what the hell you call it. Uh, uh, the power to investigate. They told him to investigate. Um, he was put, he was put in charge of investigating how much of this Russian collusion was made up by the Democrats. So basically, they wanted to investigate. Um, Robert Mueller's report kind of on the back end and point at all the things that were horseshit throughout it so they could say that Donald Trump was correct in saying that it was, was some big hoax and, you know, and totally gloss over the fact that there were a 101 different connections between the Trump campaign and Russian actors. Um, my favorite being Rudy Giuliani was a No, I'm sorry, not Rudy Giuliani. Um, Trump's lawyer. Um, shit, the one, the one that paid Stormy Daniels. Um, his name will come to me here in a second. But um, Michael Cohen. Michael Cohen apparently was trying to um, talk to some Russian agent that he like that was a high high power player in Russian politics, but was just contacting a Russian bodybuilder with the same name. Oh, like, nice. Like that's how incompetent these fuckers were. So there were um, 101 contacts between the Trump campaign and Russian actors, and there were at least 10 instances of um, obstruction of justice that were listed in the Mueller report. So they want to gl gloss over all of that. So anytime your all caps uncle tells you that the Mueller, uh, the Russia hoax was all a hoax, just list those facts out to him. Um, ha have him text me. I'll give him all the links to all those information. But um, so the Durham report was supposed to go back and show that it was all horseshit, right? And the first um, thing that they were going to do is they were going to prosecute a guy named Michael Sussman. Now, Michael Sussman is a lawyer that works for the um, same law firm. He look, works for the law firm that was hired by the Clinton campaign. So I don't know what that, I don't know if they have it here. Burr, 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 burr. Yeah, I don't remember what the, that, I don't remember what that law firm was called, but, but Sussman worked for them and the Clinton campaign uses them. And so if you're working for anybody that works with the Clintons, you are, of course, a pedophile and a liar, right, Shay? Yes. Um, and so they were. They uh, prosecuted a lawyer that worked for the Clinton campaign and worked for this this firm as well. Um, and Sussman, the, what Sussman did was he went to the FBI and said um, that there was they found a computer that in Trump Tower that had links to Russian banks. Like it was constantly communicating with Russian banks. I, I don't know if you remember that story back in the day. Like it was just ping shit in Russia. Nobody could explain why. Um, that's the tip that Sussman went to the FBI with. Now, the reason Durham um, prosecuted him is because they said that he was being paid by the Clintons when he did that. Like, he walked into the FBI and said, hey, guys, <clears throat> I'm not here on behalf of any client. I just I have this information. It's an election year. Probably should fucking know about it. It's really weird. Here you go. And Republicans and Barr and John Durham said that he had lied to the FBI and that he had been paid by uh, the Clintons to go do this. You know, so this was the Clintons paying a lawyer to go um, give lies to the FBI about Donald Trump. You know, here's the whole thing, kit and caboodle, why Russia hoax is hoax, right? Um, uh, he was found not guilty. 
Um, that whole thing just, just landed with a thud. And now everybody's wondering what the fuck John Durham has done for uh, the three years he's been investigating this guy. Because everybody, like, <laughs> people made jokes that the uh, the um, jury came back so quick that they really just waited for lunchtime so they could have one last lunch before they left. <laughs> that was <laughs> awesome. I like that. <laughs> they're just like, they're like, all right, this guy totally didn't fucking do it. But if we hang around till 1130, we get a fucking hot lunch. Yeah. Um, so that landed with a thud and then cue Donald Trump to post on true social about how everybody is completely uh, shitty except for him. And one of the things I'm, I'm going to read this post verbatim. And one of the things I want everybody to realize is Donald Trump is a performer. He says the dumbest shit in the dumbest way possible, but the way his body language and bravado, it, it, it kind of, flows it carries it out but if you just read the words this man child says you're it's just like oh, holy shit um so here was donald's trump about it's like our legal system is corrupt our judges and justices are highly partisan compromised or just plain scared our borders are open our elections are rigged inflation is rampant gas prices and food costs are through the roof that that's in parentheses our military leadership also in parentheses is woke our country is going to hell and michael sussman is not guilty period that was the first fucking period in that whole statement then it says I how's, mean, our, how's everybody know. how's everything else going enjoy your day like, that's just gibberish. I mean, that's not news. Yeah. There are people online, and I think I, I think this is funny every time I see it, that they take a Trump quote, and then they read it like I just did, without, you know, if you, if you let Trump say it, it sounds, you know, because like I said, his bravado yeah. and delivery covers up a lot of his idiocy. Um, but they'll read it, and they'll like, here, let's play. Uh, so they'll go to Google, or they'll go into like a, a text app, and they'll just let the autocorrect for the next words take over, and it sounds pretty much like a Trump statement. That's fun. Yeah. So he's back on True Social. Uh, that's really going swimmingly. Um, but I, the, the news I wanted to talk to you about is, have you heard about, I guess what I should call it is, is True Social Plus, but that's not what they're calling it. No. Okay. So, okay, so Donald Trump's company that, that is the company that, that does True Social is TMTG, Trump Media Technology Group. Okay. okay. They, they are the company behind True Social. They are being bought out by another company called Digital World Acquisition Corp. That, sound, that doesn't sound like a, a, you know authoritarian regime at all. Um, but, yeah, they're buying, it out, buying out the company. And one of the things they've had to – they actually had to warn um, – when they bought the company, they had to warn their shareholders about all the businesses that Donald Trump has turned into shit. So that was kind of funny. That was in their listing. But the other thing Trump is going to do is they're going to call it TMTG Plus, kind of like Disney Plus, and it's going to be an upcoming streaming service with religious Second Amendment, Second Amendment and MAGA-centric content. And to me, that sounds like Fox Nation on crack. Yeah. And Fox Nation is already just, like, bewilderingly weird. I mean, I I say go for it, man. Uh, if If... if you know, any kind of streaming service he launches is around the same quality as his social media or like casinos, then I'm sure it's going to be fun to watch. I mean, I personally, that brand is so toxic now. There's no way anybody, but the craziest people like the, my pillow guy is going to have a show. See, there you go. 
I, I was just gonna say that like all I can think about is that this is gonna like be a like a talk show or something. Yeah. Um. Um. Oh shit! What is his, What is Mike Lindell's thing called? Um. But no, you're right. The My Pillow guy. Talk something. Talk truth or something. What the hell? Um. But yeah. Um. Mike Lindell is just a raving lunatic, and. It's it just looks like a weirder version of that. I don't know how that's possible. Frank speech, shit! I can't believe I uh, I didn't know that. Frank speech. That's what that's what Mike Lindell's channel is, where he he constantly has these big, long, bizarre um, things. Um, the other thing is, I, it'll just be a platform for it. I don't I don't know. If, I watched about a third of it. I couldn't get through the whole thing. But I, I'm sure you've heard about twenty thousand. I'm sorry, two thousand mules. No. What? Mm -hmm. You haven't heard about the groundbreaking. Documentary by Pardon Felon Dinesh D'Souza mm -mm, no. that shows that um, 2,000 people were hired by the Democratic Party to be mules for fake ballots in the 2020 election in Arizona, um, Georgia, Wisconsin, and Pennsylvania? No. Yeah. Well, that's a movie where he sits in what I can only assume is his wet dream of a, like a situation room. And they bought $2 million worth of cell phone data, and they mm -hmm. said that if anybody came near uh, Dropbox, they put uh, a ballot in there. Now, hmm. not only do every every expert you ever talk to say that the GPS data is not accurate enough to tell you that, but the Dropboxes are also by things like, I don't know, post offices and Starbucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, like, no wonder. They're like, this one person went to... 135 locations that was near a Dropbox. It's like, yeah, because there was also a fucking 7-Eleven over there. But, yeah, so that, that it'll just be a platform for shit like that. And Mike Lindell's apparently pissed off that Dinesh D'Souza's getting in on his uh, uh, election woo fuckery. And so he's going to release a new documentary, too. So I, I can't wait for that. You actually watch these fucking things. I right? put them on in the background when I'm doing work where I don't, I don't have to pay attention to anything. So I can just like look up and be like, what are y'all talking about? No, sir. I can't do it. I got I got episodes of Supernatural I could catch up on before I'll do that. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll get to our Supernatural boy being in the boys here shortly. Oh, dude. Dean's back, baby. <laughs> Dean's back, baby. Dean's back. I, I think we just came up with the, the episode title. <laughs> yeah, dude. Um. <laughs> But, uh, okay, so moving on, um, we have had quite a few shootings in the last, uh, I don't know, I'm, I'm 42, you're 36, uh, and quite a, minute, quite a bit of shootings in those years. So the last one has been at U Uvalde, Texas, and it has uh, re-stimulated the discussion about I mean, uh, there's gun been a laws and, bunch of shootings in the oh, last Oh, yeah, there, week. there was another one, there's another one like this last weekend where, like, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, so uh, a lot of these discussions have reunited the discussion about gun laws and we should we should just settle this tonight, save everybody some time. Um, so, I mean, you're a gun owner. I'm a gun owner. I have a, I have a concealed carry permit. Like we're not afraid of guns. We grew up in West Virginia where guns are fucking ubiquitous. Wow. So right now. The Senate, I'm sorry, the House is kicking around. Ideas for, uh, you know, bipartisan gun gun um, legislation, you know, and nothing's really hammered down. The universal background checks is probably not going to be a thing. It's probably going to be enhanced background checks. Um, and then they're talking about red flag laws. 
do you have any like preferences or like what like if if there's a thing that you could wave a magic wand tomorrow and do for like gun law, what would it be? Like if if this is like just Shay bam, is, Shay is the king of America. I mean, okay, well, I mean, I've said this before. Like, what I, do you I, think would like make a dent? In I mean, it? if if you could actually do it, um, you know, you're never gonna get rid of, you're never gonna be able to like confiscate the guns you can right. offer voluntary buyback programs i'm personally people... i personally believe that's off the table as well there's no there's no yeah, confiscation that's not the in it, yeah and, and and honestly no one in the government is realistically talking about doing that they're talking yeah. about making you have a background check but anyway um oh background check um yeah but uh uh i you know so let's say that let's you know you offer a voluntary buyback program if you want right. to sell your guns ideally at a greatly inflated cost to make it worth it because like i've received most of my guns is gifts and right. they have sentimental value. I know that sounds really stupid, but like that is true. They're from people. Oh, no, yeah, they, they yeah, were so, grandfathers. Yeah. Well, yeah. Some of those, well, and then, like, a friend of, yeah, then a friend of mine died and left me some, a rifle, just stuff like that. Um, and, um, you know, so it would have to be pretty, a pretty good offer for me to sell those, um, wherever the hell they are. They're going to save somewhere. Uh, but, uh, I just want to stop you right there. They're yeah. in a safe somewhere. Yeah. They're somewhere. Yeah. They're, oh, yeah. they're locked up somewhere. Um, Anyway, I, I would it would be like I'd operate it like the DMV. I'd say, okay, you want to get, you know, you would have to have some allowance for like subsistence or whatever. To where it's like, oh, okay, you can have this kind of gun, no permit or whatever. But you know, you say, hey, all right, do you want to have a handgun? You have to go to the Bureau of Self Defense and get a handgun permit. You take a test, you pay a tax on it, you register it once a year. Just treat it like a car. Right. right. And then you know, if if you want to get an assault crazy ass assault rifle, great, that's fine. Take training, get a background check take an eye exam a mental health exam yeah go through that shit get a stamp on your gun and then two years later you have to do the whole process over again just like your fucking car and yeah. you would have to get some sort of license a firearms license that's just like getting a car a driver's license like okay i have a license i can buy a handgun if I, you know and then just go from there great you know i mean you know plus you get revenue every year because yeah. all these people are paying taxes on their guns um You'd have to grandfather everything else in that's already out there, though. Oh, and th of course, this would on, this could only go forward from guns being sold new on. Oh, You'd course. never get people oh, to bring their shit in. Because, because, yeah. for for the most part, and, which is a huge and, loophole, but anyway. Right. Oh, of course. It's. I mean, even the even the assault weapons ban of what 1984, whenever the hell that thing passed, yeah. that was that was not a okay. We're gonna go get all the ones that were sold. No, before. it was like all right. If you've got it now, it's cool, but right. you can't get it after this. Exactly. Right. Like, right. 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 Yeah, you and you can't sell them again. Right. You can't. Yeah. Well, and yeah. I also I, I think what you just said is perfectly reasonable, um, perfectly reasonable, because you know I personally like one of my things that I don't know why we just can't do is universal background checks. Yeah, that's why, easy. Why, that's like, like here, here in Illinois. Here in Illinois, I have what's called a void card, fire firearm owner identification card, um, and so it's a just a card that says that I own firearms and I can't own firearms. Uh, had to apply for it, and then if I go to a store, I have like to buy ammunition. I have to show my my Ford card. So it's basically what you're talking about. You you would just want to do that nationally. Um, I don't understand why if I have to pass a background check here in Illinois, and I go to an uh, um, an Indiana gun show, I can buy the same gun without anybody giving just handed cash over and I walk out. Yeah, the um, uh, Tanner gun show is here like once a month, I think, and those are always wild to go through. It's it's because you still don't have to do background checks. You just give them cash and you're out. Or maybe they right. close that loophole. I can't remember. Do you have to do a background check at a gun show? They're trying, but they haven't closed it everywhere. It's okay. a state to state thing. I wonder what it is here. As far as as far as, our, as far as I know, it's a I state feel to state. like it's not a thing here. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. It's like 
um, you know, everybody, you know, the the go to thing you want to talk about um, if you're a conservative Republican is, yeah, yeah, yeah. These 18 kids died here in Texas. But why have you not talked about the 18 people that died last weekend in Chicago? And it's like people did talk about the 18 people that died in Chicago. People have tried for decades to come up with a solution to the rampant violence in the um, south side of Chicago and surrounding, you know, you know, inner city areas of Chicago. Um, but one study found that if you um, add up all like all the people you catch for violent crimes in Chicago that are gun related, they could um, legitimately track. Um, I want to say it was almost 75 percent of those guns to either um, they broke it down. There were around. 40 to 50 percent of the guns that came from Indiana literally were not bought in the state because uh, you know everybody knows that Chicago is extremely close to Indiana I live a little bit south uh, east of Chicago and I can be in Indiana in 30 minutes and so you just hop across the border buy a gun hop back it's it's a literally an hour's drive um, so previous studies have found that somewhere in the neighborhood of 40 to 50 percent of the guns that are picked up in Chicago are bought in Indiana did not, you know, and then that other 25% of guns of uh, that 75% of guns that they find in, in used in violent crime were just really shitty gun stores. Like they know they sell them to fucking anybody. Like they're trying yeah. to get them to shut down. And then the other, the other 25 are of course just perfectly legally purchased guns, which, you know, shit happens, you know, you know, you can't, you're not going to stop all that. But yeah, I, I think that if we started out with universal background checks, you know, yeah, maybe a mandatory waiting period. I've never been in a situation where I needed a rifle in, in an hour, a brand new rifle. But that's, I, that just is that episode where Homer goes to buy a gun. He's like, all right, it's going to be a three day waiting period. And Homer goes, oh, but I'm mad now. Exactly. <laughs> it's so amazing. Good. And then he uses, God, that episode is so great. Cause then he's using it to turn the channel on TV. He's Open just putting ears and yeah, it's incredible. Yeah. Um, and, uh, God damn it! Um, I'm thinking. I'm thinking about. <laughs> I'm thinking about Mo making the ultimate gun with all the strings. He's like, now it's a super gun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, like I, I, I think these are small things that that I, I don't think they're big things. They're not. I don't think it'd take a gun out of my hand, and, and we're never going to take a gun out of somebody's hand in America. It's just not how we roll. Um, no. But you know, I don't know. I mean, Donald Trump was the one that said, take the guns first, then do the investigation. So it's true. I, th I think we should be able to pull this off. Yeah. He said it was okay. Yeah. Now, I don't know. We'll see what, we'll see what they kick around. I, I, I just know that, you know, I mean, I have, uh, uh, an AR 15 style rifle. I bought it. It was on sale. Couldn't pass up the deal. Uh, Springford, uh, Springfield arms. Um, I want to say it was the rogue model, but I could be wrong. But, like, I have it. It's fun. It's nice. But I also don't think I'm going to have to need it to take over the government. I'm not collecting it for that fucking reason. And like you said, Shay, it's in a safe somewhere. Actually, yeah. I know where it is. It's in a safe downstairs. But, yeah, it's, it's locked up in a safe. But I also would like to point out that, that um, much like Shay, um, we don't have small children in the house. So there are two adults that live in this house. Um, so I feel perfectly comfortable having loaded guns in the house but you know when we had when we were lived in kentucky and had like saint patty's day parties there was not a loaded gun in the house that was not in the safe yeah 
I mean, it's just it's simple. It's just simple fucking common sense, people. It's funny because there was a story today. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm a good liberal, so I'm going to start off. I was listening to NPR this morning. Right. Oh, um, NPR this morning. Yeah, oh, oh, oh. Uh, but uh, <laughs> I'm not sure why I went Hank Hill with that. Oh, NPR. Uh, he'll never do that. He would never listen to NPR. Um, uh, he, uh, he actually does spots for Alex Jones. Yes. Um, but uh, the uh, uh, they, they were uh, talking about that's like a new thing that's coming up in, in parenting is having to like they were talking about approachable ways to talk to like hey my kids coming over to your house for a birthday do you Hello, have any guns and are they locked you. up when my kids I'm at your house like making that part of the standard question that you would ask before sending your kid over to someone's house and i was Hello, like man is- that's where it's gotten huh but i mean that's a fair question uh, you know that's a solid question yeah like hey if you have a load of gun could you lock Tank it up before Hill. i send my kid over there you know so that's fair but it's like a new thing that parents are asking and i was like oh Man, that, no one did. I can't imagine anyone asking that when we were kids. Oh God, no. That's part of where we're from, though. That's 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 kind of, but. Hmm. That's very true. I mean, yeah, like like I said, we grew up in West Virginia. Guns are ubiquitous in fucking West Virginia. Um, I mean, in West Virginia, if I'm not mistaken, Shay, you can carry a concealed weapon without a license. Yeah, as long as you're 18. As long as you're 18, because yeah, understanding. Yeah. All right. Well, I, I don't like that at all. I mean, I have a concealed carry permit. I took three and a half days of training. Two and a half days of training, I'm sorry. Um, there were two days of training for Illinois. Um, and then I had an extra, I think it was six hours of training to get my concealed carry permit in Utah and Florida. And I thought, why the fuck not? And um, everybody talked about how like it's impossible to conce- get a concealed carry permit in Illinois. I was like, yeah, no, I mean, it's not any harder than it was in fucking Kentucky. It just took an extra day and... It was more expensive. It was like, I think it was like a hundred bucks in, in Kentucky, and I think I paid one fifty in Illinois or something. But, you know, it's it's not like unheard of, and I don't know. I, I don't I don't I don't see what everybody's big fucking deal about it is. But one of the things that did hit uh, pop uh, catch my eye in the news, and I don't know if you you followed the pre i mean there's been a lot of sandy hook shit but mm-hmm. do you remember seeing when sandy hook the sandy hook parents sued remington do you, do you remember that yes do you am i outcome um no it's, it's been it's been a several months i might even be six months from when when was that let me check but um uh oop, wrong wrong link here um, so, so, oh, that was February. That wasn't that long ago. I'm sorry. February. Yeah. So the judgment came down in February that the Sandy Hook parents, um, they had sued Remington and they won for a settlement of 75 million, $73 million. And everybody was like totally like beside themselves because like somebody sued a gun manufacturer for a gun that was used in a uh, mass shooting, um, Remington model Bushmaster to be specific. And they won, and but but it, it's it's a very specific ruling. The Sandy Hook parents didn't sue Remington because Remington was the gun used to kill their children. They sued Remington because Remington's advertising had focused on te- teens and young men. Yeah, and had um, kind of like I- idolized the idea of having this rifle. Like if you've got this rifle, you are the goddamn Terminator. Like your dick is never soft. You get all the girls. This is the manliest thing you can purchase. And that's what they did. And they won. And um, a news article caught my eye the other day in that the 
parents of the Uvalda. Uh, you, no, I'm saying that wrong. Is it Uvaldi? Uvaldi. You and I'm right honestly here. asking because I, 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 I keep fucking it up. Yeah. Um, Uvaldi, the parents of the Uvaldi shooting have filed paperwork with Daniel Defense, which is a arms manufacturer that um, made the gun that the, the kid used in um, the Uvalde shooting. They have filed paperwork with them to, um, here, I'm going to read this. Uh, through attorneys, Gaza, it's, uh, I'm sorry, Garza is uh, one of the, the parents. Garza sent a letter to Daniel Defense stating that his intention to investigate claims against the gun maker and issuing notice to preserve <clears throat> all potentially relevant documents, attorneys, all parent, I'm sorry, all, uh, all potentially relevant documents. And a another parent sent a similar letter to the manufacturer. So basically, what they're doing is they're they're submitting paperwork and they're going to sue Daniel Defense for the same thing for marketing their gun to teens, to young men. Hmm. And the reason this ticked in my radar is not that I give a shit about you know what gun was used to kill these poor kids, but I was looking at Daniel Defense rifles a while ago. They are very good rifles. Like, if you talk to the people that shoot competitively on the weekends, every weekend, they're like, yeah, buy Daniel Defense. Their guns are made to last. I'm like, all right, cool. Like, you're not getting one for under, like, $2,200, $2,500. Oh, like, okay. So that's, okay, yeah. See, I, no, I, I don't have a rifle like that, but every time I've looked, I, that's definitely not something those are the nice ones. That was not, yeah, that was not, that was not my price range either. And I don't know if you've heard this, Shay, but on, on like a lot of the radio and places, they're like they they've asked how the kid got five grand to buy the rifles he used in the shooting, and that's because Daniel Defense weapons are expensive. Yeah, I mean apparently they're top notch. Like I've never shot one, but apparently they're top of the line. Um, but I know this because I've had several friends recommend them to me. So I put my name in their little website and was like, you know, if they go on sale, I'll see what you know what we're talking about. Like if it's a difference of you know a thousand dollars, you know, yeah, I don't, I don't, I didn't plan on paying twenty five hundred dollars for a rifle, but you know maybe you know a couple couple months down the line, I, I got I'm sitting on a nice pile of cash and they got a sale for like you know fifteen hundred, uh, you know I don't know. So I had my little ad, uh, my little email in their little list server, right? And they sent me one of the rudest fucking emails about they're like we need to stop Democrats because they're ruining America and trying to destroy democracy, and I was like. Uh, okay, um, yeah, re really not reading the room there. Yeah. Because, like, I mean, I know the vast majority of their uh, customers have to be conservative Republicans, but you got to understand there's a Democrat out there wanting to buy your fucking gun, too. Yeah. And and, and they sent me this really fucking rude email, and I was like, oh, well, hold on, first before I delete, unsubscribe, fuck you guys, delete. And um, so that's why Daniel Defense is on my radar, and the fact that they're about they may be getting sued for the Uvalde shooting is honestly pretty crazy in my book. I mean, like I, could, I can't believe that's happening so fast. But I guess the Remington the Remington lawsuit has paved the way for that. I mean, <laughs> that's going to be the thing that brings down gun violence in America. Is they're people are just going to start suing gun manufacturers. That that for, that that for, the, for in their a way, advertising. You know what? In, in a way. It's the most American way to solve that problem. Right. <laughs> like, yeah, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I could, that's going to be the great joke of history. It's like, oh, all the gun manufacturers just got sued into oblivion, so they're not around anymore. Yeah. And that sucked for them. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> well, and, and you know, <clears throat> they're not suing them for the product they provide. They're, they're suing them for their, their, the way they advertise it to their yeah. 
constituents. Same thing happened to um, tobacco products. Like, there's no Joe the Camel anymore. Because they got the absolute shit to suit out of them. So, I don't know. Oh, and one thing I want to talk about. We were talking about uh, laws before, what we would change. You know, everybody talks about red flag laws. I want to discuss them. I want to just state the most bullshit thing a friend has ever told me. So, Shay, you know what red flags are, of course, right? Yes, sir. That is when, let's say, Shay, hypothetically, is uh, ranting and raving that he wants to shoot up the uh, local uh, poster store because they did not have the poster he wanted. And then, so Shay, then, uh, then we all know that Shay has guns, so we say, hey, why don't we go get Shay's guns before he kills the poster guy? Um and they come and they get your guns until you can be evaluated and found to be calm and, and, and have a good discussion with the poster guy. Um, so th- those are red flag laws. There's no friends in the poster line, Justin. Yeah, exactly. Um, one of the most bullshit things I've ever been told, I was told this directly, that if you have red flag laws in a state, the women of that state will have their husbands gun seized during hunting season to keep them home. <laughs> Where's that from? Huh? Where's that from? What's oh, that from? That that's from some guy telling some other guy that it happened somewhere. Oh, oh, oh! This is something you heard. I was told directly that this is what happens in states. Oh man, that's awesome. I wasn't told. I was like, I, when I first heard, I was like, horseshit. That horseshit. sounds I like want, a Jeff. Foxworthy I want a. Bit. I want to state this happened. I want to do this happen to. Yeah, but they they just said that like women will just you ubiquitously call red flag not to mention the fact that that would throw their husbands in jail and submit them to a psych evaluation to uh, to some extent i mean oh yeah that's how that works if we had red flag laws nobody gets to go fucking deer hunting okay yeah okay right. that that is one of the best things i i that's pretty awesome and honestly i hadn't considered it i'm not really so sure about red flag now law red red flag laws now justin that's that's a valid point don't you think <laughs> i mean if you can't hunt deer are you really an american exactly you know that's right. you know it's in the constitution somewhere i think well just to be clear i've never once hunted anything i'm far too lazy for that Corey and I went uh, and hunted de- uh, hunted squirrel once. We got really bored, and we found a refrigerator, and we shot the shit out of that for a while. Nice. That was about it. He got mad at me because I was smoking. We hadn't seen a goddamn squirrel in an hour, so I lit a cigar, and he said, the squirrel's going to smell the cigar. I was like, what fucking squirrel? Yeah. There's a squirrel around here. I, uh, I totally understand and honestly respect the hell out of people that go out and, like, two or three times a year hunt and kill an elk or whatever and then and then that's their meat like that shit's awesome oh that's badass god i'm too i'm just far too lazy to do that shit but trophy hunting is stupid where you're just gonna kill it and put its head on your wall i'm not sure how even prevalent that is anymore well it's more prevalent with really rich assholes yeah that you know will go and find a um you know take a trip to africa just to do it but I don't know if it's that prevalent as much as, yeah, you know, the great white hunter of the 1950s or 40s. Yeah, that kind of shit. But, no, those people that are going to hunt an elk and that's their meat for the year, fucking good on you. Because elks are huge. You better kill that thing. It's going to turn around and fuck your world up. All right. Um, so, real quick, um... Let's let's take a quick break and um, two quick things I want to talk about before we get to the fun stuff. Um, I'm out of beer, so I need to get some beer. 
So we'll take a quick break. Um, <laughs> I think I'm gonna I'm gonna put a new drop in for everybody. Um, they're not gonna like it. I don't like it. But um, then we'll be back and we will talk a little bit about the January 6th commission. Uh, Alex Jones being fucked again, again. And then we need to talk about you know we got a lot of fun stuff we got to talk about. A lot of shows out that, we, that you and I are into. And um, we, we I guess we got to talk about guys going in other guys' penises. Yep. Yeah, we do. We really do. All right. Well, we'll be back. Hello, this is Hank Hill, and I'm telling you what, you need to listen to Alex Jones. All right, right, everybody, we're back. Um, Shane, I got some beers, and you heard something that probably upset you from the 90s. Um, Mike Judd is uh, apparently an InfoWars fan, been on a lot of times, and um, yeah, that sucks. So is the Dilbert guy. You know, Dilbert guy's like fucking half crazy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. fucking uh, Billy Corgan from the Smashing Pumpkins. Oh. He's he's on there all the time. He's a fucking idiot. He's going like having having Billy Corgan tell Alex Jones that he watched a reptilian sh- shape shift in front of him. Awesome. That's that's some wild fucking that's radio. Some wild shit, man. <laughs> awesome. It's it's it, I you know it's one of those things where like uh, does it upset me that all these people are big fans of Alex Jones? Yeah, but like, yeah. I mean. It, it's because they are who they are. It just makes it like, you know, you find out like, oh, of course, Billy Corgan's a fucking fan of Alex Jones. That guy's a fucking weirdo. Yeah. 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 Well, it's and, and it, so you have that end of it. But then there's also the opposite end where like when um, when Ted fucking Nugent comes on Alex Jones's show, you're like, oh, of course, he's fucking here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, fun fact. Speaking of the uh, Uvalde shooting. um Ted Nugent taught, went on a show, talked about how he would charge in there and that he's trained with the local, like apparently Ted Nugent is one of those, um, asshole celebrity deputies. Yeah. Yeah. He, he was, he, he was deputized by, uh, the, um, uh, oh, it's not Shapiro. What is that guy's name? The, the, the Arizona, the Arizona sheriff that like would, would put the, um, uh, Joe Arpaio. Uh, Arpaio, thank you. Yeah, so 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 uh, you know Ted fucking Nugent was deputized by Joe Arpaio, and he talks about how he trains with these guys shoulder to shoulder, and he goes on raids with them, and you know you got to trust the guy beside you. Um, Ted Nugent, you know, famously known for shitting his pants so he didn't have to go to uh, Vietnam. Um, yeah, you're you're a hero. You're a straight up hero, buddy. Uh, quick aside, after we're done recording, I got a funny Ted Nugent story for you. Okay. I, I'm 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 kind of curious what Ted Nugent's story doesn't is is too shitty for this podcast, but all right, uh, yeah, uh, all will be made clear. <laughs> I'm game, and then um, yeah, yeah, it's uh, an audience is just gonna have to wait until another episode to right. Um, okay, so real quick, um, we have January six hearings that start on Thursday. I'm actually kind of pumped for this because as it stands right now, we have 861 people that have been charged in the January six insurrection. Um, just today. Proud Boy leaders leader Enrique Otario, I think I'm saying that, was charged um, with seditious conspiracy. God, excuse me, everybody. Um, We're not going to charge you to hear, listen to even listen to these belches. That's your. Uh, that's just SMR that's, for you. Yeah, that's free of charge, baby. Um, uh, but uh, yeah, so the Proud Boys leader was charged with um, seditious conspiracy. He wasn't even there, but he helped plan this this whole overthrow of the federal government. Um, you know, to try to um, overcome a free and fair election, um, but no, I'm, I'm actually kind of pumped for this. Um, I, 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 uh, I uh, uh, set a DVR recording on C-SPAN today, 
while I was waiting for the uh, roof guy to come and um, check out the, uh, you know, a uh, big hole in our roof. Roof guy never showed up, but I watched fucking C-SPAN for two and a half hours. It's fucking, it's it's like mesmerizing. Um, but yeah, I'm kind I'm of not sure, I, I'm not sure that's the word, but. Uh, it's soothing. Um, but yeah, C-SPAN is weird. But yeah, they're they're gonna do basically what we're gonna do is gonna do like water uh, you know Watergate part two, um, kind of like Hot Shots part two. Yep, I imagine it will not amount to much. But that's well, my I, natural pessimism. They, showing they through. say that they have new information that they want to present to the people. I'm all for that. That'll be interesting. Um, Shay, do I believe this is going to um, lead to the arrest and shackling of a, a one Donald Trump? Of course not. Um, I'm actually a little bit more curious to see that with actual, you know, prime. this is prime time hearing. They're going to do it at 8 p.m. on Thursday, um, Eastern Standard Time. Um, my 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 kind of curiosity is that, like, of course, MSNBC and CNN will have a wall to wall. And then after the hearing, they'll have, you know, discussions about it and blah, blah, blah. I want to know if, like, Fox, uh, Newsmax, and the OAN will even act like it fucking happened. Like, like they'll try to find the, like, I don't know, some story about where um, – Bill Clinton backed over a dog or something. Like, remember this thing in 1989? We should all be pissed about it. Yeah, I don't know, man. That's it was a long. I mean, it wasn't a long time ago, but it was a long time ago. Um, you know, based on current American attention spans. So, you know, I I, 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 I don't know. Right. I think yeah. you're right. I actually, was, well, I, was I think at C-SPAN. best, at best, the most you could hope for. Is that whatever they've got is damaging enough that it kills his bid for presidency? That's it. That's the best you can hope for. He's I, not going to go to jail. That. That's the old. I think that is the, and and I think that is the biggest thing. Or maybe it's so bad it helps them in the midterms. But I, that doesn't strike me as. That's the only thing I think of is that whatever it is is so bad he ha- he can't run for president in 2024, and that that's the best you can hope for. I, I didn't think about it in that frame, yeah. but I think the way I was thinking about it would lead to what you're thinking about because, like, one of the things that like su- I find super hilarious and funny is that all the people that said they had nothing to do with it now we have pages and pages of their text that on like I don't know Sunday uh, Sunday November eighth the day after the election was called they're like we can't let this shit happen we got to do something to overturn it we got yeah blah 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 like they're all texting each other ways that they can overturn a decided free and fair election in the United States so those texts were happening between you know uh, maybe even the night I. I I think the earliest one I saw was the day after. <clears throat> so that would have been Sunday, November 8th, up until January 5th. And then on January 6th, all the texts are, holy shit, you got to stop this. Like, Donald Trump has to stop this. The whole time Donald Trump was just get, you know giggling and watching it happen, thinking it was awesome because he thought he was going get, to get to stay and be president. I, I think if they show more of those texts that we just haven't seen yet, that would go a long way to doing what you're saying, like making yeah. it so clear that he was part of this and everybody in his orbit and everybody in the campaign. Like just just today. Like, um, I, And I'm talking like you've got him on tape or you've got him like in text saying like we need to steal back this election, like something like that, maybe. But like, I don't I don't know, man. That might well, even just, matter. Just today. Um, just today, the. Oh, not Daily Beast. What the fuck's the other one? Uh, Washington Post. Just today, the Washington Post released emails from Georgia um, electors 
Um, so apparently the Trump campaign chair in Georgia was emailing all the electors like, hey, we have a plan to overturn this election and give Donald Trump the win in Georgia. We just got to do A, B, da, 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 da. And you cannot talk about this. We have to keep this dead secret until we change the result of the Georgia election. Like, they knew that they were doing shit that they shouldn't have been doing. So they were telling everybody to not um, – Daily Beast. I think that's where it came out. Daily Beast. Um, let's see where I found it. Um, but, yeah, like that – that happened today. It's, I just don't know, man. I, I yeah, it, I, I wonder how different it's going to be because this isn't happening right before a presidential election. Like it's, there's a couple more years or right after one or right after one. Yeah. So like, right. I don't know. It's, it's an interesting spot to be in. It's, you know, well, well, to, to your, to that well, comment, we'll Shay, I just saw the, one of the polls I saw today on C-SPAN uh, was that, the percentage of people who thought Donald Trump had something to do with the election, like I'm sorry, something to do with the insurrection, whether he was strong, he had something, he was strongly involved, less, you know, blah, blah, blah. those numbers have waned from when the January 2020 to now. Like, I, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but like, let's say 25% of people thought he was strongly involved in it. Now it's like 17. You know, like those numbers I mean- are dipped. And that's just the that's just the time and, and a lot never, of Fox News saying that didn't happen. I have I have never really thought that Donald Trump orchestrated any of that. Like I don't, as far as like the riot at the Capitol and like people attacking, right. like people looking for a smoking gun of like, hey, let's get you know, so let's attack the Capitol or in a spit. That's not a thing. Um, in terms of like him being anything coming out of his mouth that he, I don't know, man. I just don't, I it's, I just don't see it going anywhere. I much more see it as everybody around him was talking about how they're going to overturn the election. And he was like, yeah, baller. Yeah. Let's do that. Yeah. Now maybe as far as like doing the, the stuff with like the electors and all that shit, like I could see that being more something that, but I also don't see, like, he doesn't have the wherewithal or the, like the constitutional knowledge. You know, that that's where you got to step in. Yeah. That, ha- that, that's, that's definitely people farther down. Like, like if you told so the next me that, words like, out of my mouth are that I bet he's fine, but a bunch of people below him get their asses handed to oh, him yeah, because yeah. of this. That yeah. makes, that makes that's how this works. Sense. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's how this works. Because if you're, if you're, if you're going to run a criminal enterprise, the, the way Donald Trump has done for decades now, you know, not to be the fucking guy who puts his name online. You know, you're yeah. not, you're not the guy out there talking. Like if you were to tell me that Mark Meadows is going to go to jail for six years because he orchestrated an insurrection, that wouldn't surprise me at all. Considering that, like, he sounds like he would be the highest up guy that would know how this works. Like, all right, we got to put our foot into these electors. We yeah, this, yeah. New slate of like, da, 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 da. Donald Trump doesn't know any of that shit. Um, I, will I mean, say I guess maybe we... you could get if it was like record of like him having a conversation on the phone about that someone saying hey we could do this from someone who does know it's illegal and him being like oh yeah let's do it you know what what about if you had him on the phone saying i need eleven thousand eight hundred and seventy one votes well i know that that's his that's that thing with georgia or whatever so yeah 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 that that, because that's where he asked them to find that many but like but did he but he didn't say like i need you to change i need you to find these votes so like that's so vague it's, 11,780 votes. But I need you to find him. Like, what does that mean? He, he could argue in court, oh, I just meant, you oh, know, yeah, recount yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. make sure it's accurate. If you find that many, I win, and he's fine. It's like I said, it's, it's, I have very, very little faith in our justice system at this point. Well, actually, <laughs> I, just let's I, be clear. Right. Actually, I think it, it tracks more that I have very little um, faith in the fact that 
the justice justice system can over overcome Donald Trump's uh, basic illiteracy. Like he probably didn't know that if he said it that way, that would that would that would shield him from prosecution. He just didn't know the right way to say the words. Oh, I'm sure. I'm yeah. I'm not saying he's a criminal mastermind. I'm just saying, you know, well, I, it's 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 it seems unlikely to me. Yeah. I no. I'm I'm not I'm not gonna hold my breath either. But I'm kind of I'm kind of interested for it. I'm not saying that I will sit glued to the TV. I will have it on in the um, kitchen, um, while when I go in and make drinks, I will unmute it. Watch for a couple minutes while I make a drink, and then we'll be back to the boys. Um, real quick, before we get to the boys, Alex Jones is fucked again. Dot, 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 again. Um, Alex Jones uh, and his uh, has released uh, the Chapter 11 status of three of his show companies. Um, for those of you listening to the podcast and pay attention to the news, Alex Jones declared bankruptcy on, I want to say, three entities of his company, all bullshit show companies that awesome. had no... Yeah, like they had no capital, they had nobody working for them, they had no money through, they were just companies. Um, Infowars is, is nothing but a big shell game. Uh, Alex Jones has been trying to hide money for quite a bit of time now, especially since he found out that he was already given a summary judgment on the three Sandy Hook cases. That, so there, and there's three Sandy Hook cases he was judgment on, one still pending, and then there's a, a, a different lawsuit based on a, a gentleman who passed away recently. Um, Marcel Fontaine, uh, Jones um, slandered him too, but uh, he, he declared bankruptcy because that would put a pause on the whole shebang. Um, uh, everybody said this was horseshit. The Department of Justice says this is horseshit. Um, Alex Jones finally admitted it was horseshit, and so um, he uh, is has released that, and now they're going to go to trial. They think in September now, but the funny thing I want to tell you, Shay, is. I want you to guess how many times do you think Alex Jones has changed lawyers during this whole, uh, um, let's call it a kerfuffle with uh, I the, San, the say Sandy like Hook parents. Less than ten. Thirteen. Really? Yeah. Wow. So the, the how many of those thing, are people just being like, "I'm out," <laughs> like I'm done? Like, actually. That's a good question because one um, one of the guys who's a complete asshole is a guy named Robert Barnes, or as we in the uh, uh, Knowledge Fight community call him, Bobby Barnes or Bobby Bottle Barnes, and he is a complete blowhard. He's one of these guys that like he represent he represents everybody for twenty minutes. Like um, remember that um, Catholic school kid that like had a drum beat in his face for 20 minutes or 20 seconds and everybody thought he was he was everybody called him a racist and he sued cnn and everything no. that catholic christian school nope. guy nope. well uh robert barnes uh represented that guy for like 20 minutes like he just represents these people that are in the news he's you know he's like an ambulance chaser for publicity and he represents everybody um uh, for like a couple minutes and then he withdraws when like when shit's actually gonna get get real and he has to um, actually represent somebody in court. He pu- he pulls the pin, and uh, he did that with with Alex Jones. The funny thing is, is he represented Alex Jones and in Infowars for a while. Then he withdrew his um, he withdrew his um, support. You have to uh, lawyers have to file a motion to withdraw from a case so that the you know um, so the the court knows this is happening and blah blah blah. Um, but he withdrew uh, from the case, and then later um, uh, Alex Jones has signed an aff- affidavit that they were going to sue him for uh, political—it's um, not political malpractice, but lawyering malpractice. Let's just oh, let's just say that's a word. Um, 
So like he worked for them and now they're going to sue his ass. So that's funny. But one, one dipshit that, that works for him and he goes on a show all the time is a guy named Norm Pattis. And so Norm Pattis and his flunky, um, that another, another dipshit that works with him. And I'm going to, I'm going to send you a picture here shortly because I can't do it justice about, you know how you hear somebody say that they're, they're all hat, no cow. Yes. Um, this kid, this, this kid, and he is, he's like a kid. Um, when, when this kid, uh, um, it's God, I can't, I can't talk. About, I'll, I'll try to talk about something else or I'll laugh. Um, um, this kid is just like so hilarious. Um, man, I had it there for a second, but like these two guys, these, these two guys that are, um, lawyers, Cameron, at, oh, here we go. I'm sending this guy's, I'm sending this guy's Cameron Atkinson. Um, sending this guy's picture right now. Um, uh, these two guys have been added as lawyers to Jones's case and withdrawn eight fucking times. Just themselves. So of that 13, eight of them are these assholes. And the reason I, I bring this up is because, like we were talking about before, like Alex Jones tried to try to do a uh, a bankruptcy to slow the case. Now they're just shuffling lawyers trying to 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 um, slow the case, and the judge is not having any of it. They're like, "You you guys are assholes." So Alex Jones is fucked again. It'll just take a hot minute before we get there, and he's going to be on the hook for millions of dollars. So that'll be fun. Oh, God, can't wait to see where he goes in twenty years. Oh man. The funny thing is he would be he would still be good at what he does per se if he would just go to a basement somewhere and do it like where he started from, kinda like what we're doing fucking right now. Um, but he's built up too much of a studio and an overhead to do that. Like he's gotta make he's gotta make the millions to get there. But anyway, yeah, take a look at the take a look at that dude that uh, I sent you his picture. He is he is all had no cap. Where where are you sending me these pictures? I, I sent it I sent it I sent it on the facey spaces. Uh, oh my god, dude. I really all right. Well, this is riveting radio. I'm I'm currently in my oh, Facebook. All right, let's but see let's, here. Um, but let's move on. To Whoa! While Shay laughs. That guy's face is the thing. Anyway, all right. I see your point. All right. He looks like a librarian and a cowboy. I, I don't know. He's that, that. He bothers me. I don't like it. Yeah. All right. Fun stuff. Let's start out. First off, Stranger Things. You watching? Nope. Nope. All right. Not there. I will say that everybody has complained that they are trying to jam too many 80s references into one show. I don't think that's a possibility. I, I mean, that's been the shtick since the beginning, so I don't, I don't exactly. know. Yeah. But yeah, that's uh, I, I do admit that the like to a certain extent, a lot, maybe and maybe that's what's kept me from watching it. But a lot of my like, hey, remember the 80s? Like, yeah. I get it. Yes, I remember the 80s. Barely, but I do. Um, but I, also the early nineties are just the eighties, um, style wise. But yeah, no, I haven't watched that. But I've, I've too much good TV, man. I've been watching a lot of shit. All right, well, it, it's it's there. It's good. I loved it. I think it's fun. I've heard it's a lot darker um, than the last couple seasons. Is is yeah? They, they, well, well, what I will say is they are they are one hundred percent doing the satanic panic of the late eighties. Oh, the that's 90s. fun. Yeah. So when there are new murders in Hawkins, um. The attention goes to the DM of their, you know, they, they have a group in the in the show called the Hellfire Club, which is, we all know that from classic Marvel X-Men comics, but 
in the uh, in the show. They call the Hellfire Club just their D and D group. You know, it's got a page in the fucking yearbook. It's not like it's a secret. You know, they got T shirts they make. And when the murders start happening because of the new big bad and the and uh, the uh, uh, upside down, um, the the attention immediately goes to their DM, a guy named Eddie, and um, the writers and and producers of the show have have said, yeah, we we fashioned this guy after. Uh, one of the West West Memphis Three. Um, anybody not familiar with that? West Memphis Three were three uh, kids that were kind of you know goth and metal into D and D were um, accused and convicted of a triple homicide that they did not commit. Um, they ended up taking an Alfred plea um, years after the conviction. Um, now, Shay, I'm not a lawyer, but as, as best I can understand an Alfred plea is that. We you you make that plea maintaining your innocence, but you admit that the state has enough evidence to convict you for the crime. Yes. And so, um, but yeah, no, they're doing the entire satanic panic thing in in Stranger Things, and it's interesting and a little unsettling. I, I mean, like knowing what people did back then, it's it's eh, it's a little bit like, oh man, this this was way darker than you guys are making it out to be. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, I'm not expecting anything crazy, but yeah. All right. I'm kind of into strange new worlds. How you doing? Loving it. Loving it. So um, we are talking about the newest Star Trek Paramount Plus show called Strange New Worlds. Did you really just say Star Trek? Come on, bro. Did I? Yes. Star Trek. I'm sorry. I'm like eight, I'm like eight and a half beers. I get this. it. But let's. All right. Star Trek. With an E. Thank you. Um, this is the Damn. latest Paramount Plus Star Trek show where yeah. uh, we are following Captain Pike who is the original um, captain of the Enterprise. Yeah, 10 years um, before Kirk was in charge of the Enterprise, I believe, is the... Right. I yeah. think, something like that, yeah. It's... Right, and we, we, Shay and I, you know, we talked about this before, we, we, we know him from uh, the Menagerie Part 1 and Part 2, um, but it's, this show is has great vibes. Uh, I, I like the fact that we have, we have the, the classic Enterprise, mm-hmm. we can tell stories that we have heard about in like weird canon that you would like that yeah. probably were in novels somewhere. Yeah, um, I I am kind of like the thing that's shocking me about it, Shay. Like, kind of I'm like, ooh, is that they are beating the hell out of the Enterprise. Yes, they're I, they are they're pounding taking, yeah, on our our girl. They they take full effect of the the nice modern effects to show like to show damage and repair i i love it i, th- I think it's great it's it's uh it's honestly it's so stupid to say it's a breath of fresh air because it's like it just feels like star trek again yeah like, it's, it's, it's not, that classic yeah well now we, now i you know spoiler alert here you know pause this get forward a couple minutes if you haven't seen them but like in in the most recent episodes uh, i say they're pounded on the um Enterprise, because like she said, they're using the special effects that are at their ability now to show you know damage and repair. Like after every episode, the next episode kind of starts with now while we're in repairs because they fucked the shit up out of mm-hmm. <laughs> out of the Enterprise the episode before. Um, the one and they kept saying I thought they were saying Gorm, and Gorn. I didn't catch that they meant Gorn, yeah, which was the the big the lizard big guy, lizard like. That, I'm actually in the middle of rewatching all the original series, and uh, yeah, it's it's like episode eighteen or some shit. But I just right. watched that one with Alex, right. and she's like, "What is this?" I'm like, "It's brilliant." Yeah, yeah. And so so the Gorn are the lizard people that you know Kirk had to fight. And I don't really series. think they show up in any other episode or series. They show up. Apparently, they showed up in um, Enterprise, and they were CG. Oh, I do remember I, that. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's were, right. They Enterprise. Were, they that's were less thing. humanoid looking and more like raptor looking yeah. because you could do that with CG and not a guy in a rubber suit. Um, but yeah, but in this in in the not this most recent episode, but the one before that, they're getting hunted by the gore, and I was like, oh man, this is badass. Well, it's like a submarine movie. Exactly. Yeah, that's what they did. They they did a Wrath of Khan. That's what makes Wrath of Khan the movie so good. Is the space was just a submarine movie. I mean, that's right. But but in the course of that, he collapsed the what lower twenty decks. Of yeah, the some shit just crunched, just fucked the yeah. whole ship up. Just mangled the whole ship up, and then we've already done, like you said, Shay. We're starting to get into these episodes that are you know little bottle episodes where you do the wacky stuff like we have the spock and his girlfriend oh, that was a weird bodies. one yeah that was that was that's that's vintage star trek like that's classic yeah. like silly star trek episode like oh, that was so like good. you got a long weekend coming up and you're like we just got to knock out this episode yeah guys. What are we i do? i uh, um switch i uh i really actually really like the guy they've got playing spock in this like he 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 was I, like i didn't like him in discovery because it was like weird emo spock Oh, is that like the same actor? Yeah, it's the same actor that played him in Discovery. About, I don't know shit about Discovery. Uh, yeah, read the wiki; it's fine. Um, <laughs> yeah, read the wiki. It's uh, it, but uh, I think I think New Worlds is going to replace it. But anyway, yeah, he's in that a little bit, and he's much he's solid in this because he's like Spock. So yeah, I'm I'm into it. No, I I, I I agree. It's it's a solid like he. I don't know. I don't want to. I, I don't know how to say this, but like he as Spock is almost soothing. Because he has like a lot of the characteristics that Leonard Nimoy had, but just uh, in a different frame. That's like he looks, yeah. Well, and like he's like a compact dude. He's thin. Yeah. And like kind of like kind of like like you know kind of that wiry old man strength you think, but like he's in this little compact frame, and all their uniforms are like fucking vacuum sealed to him. So he just has that look that Spock had, and he you know he, he nails it. He just nails the role. It's I agree. He's great in it. I can't wait to watch more of it. Yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. Um, It'll be fun. Yeah. Did I forget? Did you ever watch Star Trek Lower Decks, the animated one? Oh uh, yeah, I've that's seen solid. That. That's, fun that's funny yeah. ass shit. I love that. That's fun I shit. did not that's... expect to like that as much as I did. I thought that was going to be some like weird, um, kind of half-ass Rick and Morty, but no, it it, it it's it definitely a, Star has... Trek. Yeah. Oh, definitely Star Trek. Yeah. It has a different vibe. Yeah, it's good. And um, okay, so everybody needs to watch that show. Right, have you seen any of uh, Obi Wan Kenobi? Yes, uh, I've watched all of it. I think I just watched. Um, yeah, because I watched the first. There's only three episodes. Uh-huh. Yeah, I've seen all three. The member berries solid. are strong with that one. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know the lore well enough to know if if uh, like was Obi Wan supposed to have hung out with Leia when she was a little kid, like she is in the show. Spoilers, or is that? something they're just kind of stick I, I, if if that's been explained it's been in some novel uh, okay I I, it's probably yeah. one of those things but whatever it i like it i mean they definitely uh brought it real hard with the third episode having vader in there which is really yeah. cool well nobody thought they were gonna actually go <laughs> so, vader. yeah so yeah i know I didn't, I didn't think he'd show up and then he's just all i am what you made me it's so yeah. good oh yeah well and 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 i was i was um First of all, I, 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 I turned it on like late at night. I was a little bit buzzed. And the, the first episode starts out with the execution of Order 66, which is for those of you that haven't seen, you know, all the Star Wars uh, prequels and trilogies or whatever. Um, order 66 was the order given to the clone troopers, you know, programmed into them that, 
at any given time somebody just says Order sixty six and they just murder Jedi. Yeah. That was that was the thing. They were going to save the Republic and then murder the Jedi so that the Empire could take over. And the first fucking what forty seconds, forty five seconds, Shay is a Jedi leading the younglings through their you know what I would call their forms. They're like uh, you know kind of a school. Um, yeah, it's like, like the Jedi. Kind of like, yeah. uh, um, uh, I mean, yoga has forms. It's not yoga. It's right. like it's martial arts of some kind. Right, right. They're leading them through their yeah. forms. And then, like, a door opens, and a stormtrooper, or, I'm sorry, not, I'm sorry, clone trooper just starts blasting. The Jedi ducks two laser blasts, and then lightsaber out, and puts herself right between the younglings and that thing, the uh, clone trooper. And then they just go, fu- they don't give up a fucking inch. They're killing, they're killing clone troopers, they're staying between the clone troopers and the kids, and I, like, I, I got, I got a little bit teary-eyed. Like, I didn't know how much I needed to see that. And I was a bit drunk, I was like, oh man, this, this shit's, this is, this is it. Yeah, and then you got a, a reluctant Obi Wan Kenobi not wanting to get back in the fight. It's yeah, like like you said, Shay, it's got all the it's got all the feel berries. Yeah, it's a member. It's definitely a hey, remember Star Wars and how. But I mean, I always you know, uh, I like uh, McGregor's Obi Wan. I mean, I've I've never really had a problem with that. I mean, I, any issue I had with him as that guy was just because George Lucas is such an awful director. <laughs> Um, but, uh, you know, I, yeah, I, I like it. It, it, I, I forgot about it and I was like, Oh, this shit is, it's out click. And I mean, it makes me wonder, but also not care if I ever get another good star Wars movie again, because if we keep doing these serialized things, I'm fucking fine with it. That's yeah. Um, I would love to see some sort of, and I can't, I can't imagine this is not in the works but uh, a vader specific series because there's that whole no, comp that there's like that there that whole comic book series that's basically just vader spit like you know scooting around the galaxy kicking everybody's asses like in the time between movies or whatever mm-hmm. just like the shit that like that has oh, it's, it's fant- to be a it's thing fantastic it's fantastic they're, they're the the star wars darth vader series is the only one i collect in paper now because like everything marvel does it's flittered out into 13 different books but the Darth Vader one is still solid because, like you said, it talks about what he's doing between movies and also talks about his hunt of the Jedi and him hunting them down and well, killing yeah, them. yeah, because, like, by the start of A New Hope, he's been Vader for, fuck, a few decades, what, 30, 40 yeah, years, yeah. something like that? I forget, because this is 10 years after... Yeah, so he's it's been, like, 30 or 40 years as Vader. Like, he got into some shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and 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 it's those some of those arcs are so amazing. One of my favorite was um, the arc where he um, was training his own Padawan, and he was discovered by the Emperor to have trained his own Padawan or to start training his own Padawan. Yeah, taking the moves that would make him the next Sith Lord because there can only be two and all that horseshit. Um, and so the Emperor uh, basically rips rips away most of his his suit and armor and deposits him on a, on a, on a, on, a, on that planet where he was burned by Anakin yeah. or by Obi-Wan and tells him, it's like, if you make it back to me without using your force powers, I'll forgive you. <laughs> if not, you're fucked. And so, uh, you know, so here's a, a one legged Darth Vader with a lightsaber. And he like attacks some, some droids on that planet and like fixes his arms and legs with those droids. And then proceeds to just march through fucking people like they're a bloody, you know, yeah. foam until he gets back. It's it's honestly, yeah, I, I think amazing. that would be I, I, 
it, it would be kind of cool just for the mythos of the character if instead of like a store a series it's like a serialized like this you know like obi-wan is have it be like a six-part miniseries anthology and each story is a different like mission vader went on mm-hmm. like ta- different you decade, know, different decade or whatever because yeah because okay so yeah this is no, ten years after the clone. I can't remember what the timeline. He, I want to say he's been Vader for twenty or thirty years, something like that. But anyway, the New Hope. Yeah, it's easily thirty years. If yeah. not met, if not make shit up, I don't care. I just it would be yeah. cool to have a Vader centric series. Oh yeah, and the comics you could just write that shit. Um, one thing, one thing I'll say before we get off Obi Wan Kenobi. Um, uh, I've I've read a lot of articles lately, and um, um, oh damn it, I'm blanking. Obi Wan Kenobi actor is um. Hugh McGregor. Hugh McGregor, thank you. Um, Hugh McGregor has said that like when those original prequels came out, the critics were like so shitting on them, and the fans were like, yeah, whatever. But like in the time since they came out, the young fans that maybe didn't grow up with the, the original three. Oh, they love right? it. They love he it. He is Obi-Wan. And, and in those years, they've all come up and given him a hug and want to take a picture with him. He's like, so in the intervening years, I realized like, okay, so we did pull this off. The fans love this shit. Yeah. Yeah. Their dad might not have been super happy that I was Obi-Wan Kenobi or George Lucas did this thing, but this kid that was fucking 13 when this movie came out fucking loved it. Yeah. And now he's a fan. And the other thing that I read that was I thought was really super neat was that we've gotten the original Anakin back into the armor, right? Yeah. And the first time he wore it, he was like 17. What's his name? Hayden Christensen, yeah. I think. Um. First time he wore it, he was 17. He was just a kid, right? And he, like, complained about it, like, I can't move. I, I feel stupid in this. You know, he's like, I don't, I don't know. Um, he's had, you know, he's a, he's a grown adult now. Hopefully he's put on some weight, right? Um, when he put on the full suit for Obi-Wan to film this this third episode, um, he was like, he's like, he said, he said, he's like, I was in my, I was in my dressing room, got it all on, got it all working. Got That's not Hayden Christensen in a suit. Yeah. No. Yeah. No, that doesn't make any yep. sense at all. Yep, it's him in there. Um, he's in the he's in the suit, and he put on the suit in uh in in production, and he stepped out of his trailer or whatever area they have, and he looked around. And he's like, there were several hundred more people on the set than there usually are any other given day, and everybody came there to see him walk out in the suit for the first no time. Oh shit! Yeah, I just go- I had to Google it. I didn't think that was him in the suit. Yeah, that's him. In in Obi Wan, yeah, huh? Yeah, that's that's dope. All right, before we talk about the boys, I gotta ask: Have you seen the Prey trailer? Uh, yeah, uh, the one for the the new Predator movie. Yeah, I'm so I'm I'm 100 for this. I, it looks cool. Um, well, I, I'd be curious to see what they do with it. Um, I have I've mixed every time a new Predator movie comes out. I'm very excited, but I have reservations. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Cool, yeah, but yeah, I'll I'll go see it. That's that's not even a question. Yeah. So yeah, so for those of you that that haven't necessarily like you know been following the Predator franchise or what's going on right now, but we got a new movie coming out. Um, I'm trying to see when it comes out here. What the hell? Um, it just says 2022. Excuse me. But it follows a Native American tribe that is you know, trying to decide and, um, you know, figure out what they're going to do with, you know, the threat of a predator. Okay. So August 5th this year. And, um, 
I'm trying to timestamp where they are. It's they're 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 early uh, Native American tribe. I, I don't want to say BC because that's stupid. Because in in the trailer you see people with what I would call a blunderbuss, but you know what I would call conquistadors. But the best part about the whole thing is I think it's a great take on the Predator franchise because the Predator always hunts with you know stealth and strength, like it's you know cloaked and all this stuff. And if you can sneak up on a Predator, like Arnold Schwarzenegger, original Predator. Yeah, they might you, they might have made you think that a, 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 an elite special forces team could slink through the ju- jungle without making a sound. But all those big fucking guys carrying all that weapons would have make a hell of a racket walking through the jungle. Um, as opposed to Native Americans with hatchets and, and, and bows and arrows. Like, I think it would be really cool to see them be able to sneak up on a predator and get that, that, that one shot. Yeah. You gotta, I, I but just, if you're coming for the – you can't fucking miss because he's going to well, turn yeah, around that, and so that's my question you. is like I really want to see how that – because, I mean, like uh, it, it would appear from the trailer that the predator back then had the exact same setup they have now. So. Right, right. Like we're talking all the Bolt plasma caster. blast, the casters and the fucking the discs and the the cloak and all the vision and all that shit. So like, I just want to see now, how they hey, versus the, hey. the the weapons of the of the natives of the area. Like, right. how do they like riding wise? Like, how does the predator not just slaughter everybody? Right. Uh, I mean, they already they already did the thing where you saw her get into the, the mud. mud and, I know, and, I know, but still, we, man, we know like, these tropes. Yeah, we'll see. The, the only the only thing I can think and what what would make it a unique thing is that it's a silent like they've got they've got that one shot. You know, they can sneak up on it. They can they can be invisible for enough to just literally hit it that one time that it wasn't expecting. Yeah, but well, like that's, you said, that's how they beat it. Well, but I mean that's also how they beat him in the first one. Like Arnold Schwarzenegger at the end didn't have like a bunch of guns and shit. It was right. So it's very similar to that. So I don't know. Maybe that that's, that's a good point. That's, I didn't think about that. Yeah, because it, Arnie by the end of the fight was in the same scenario. But but Arnie also knew what he was up against. That's true. So was, that's true. He had he some context. He knew it was something so we'll bigger see. and stronger. You know, I just I don't know. I, I I'm I'm so curious to see. It could be really cool. My natural pessimism says it'll probably be doo-doo, but I'll still love it. Well, I, I'm going to watch it, and like like you said, I, I'm, I'm with you, Shay. Like, I, I imagine, you know, the 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 most inf- the most you know storied warrior of, of their their tribe might hit the predator with the sacred axe, and then it turns around and cleaves him in half. But like in the trailer, then you saw the new the new uh, leak trailer, right? The new what? There's there's a new leech trailer where they leak they for prey. So there was the for prey. Yeah, right, yeah. Right. I said I already said I've seen that. Let's. This is a good radio. There's a teaser. Then there was the full trailer. Yeah, yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, I I, I had to Google it, but in the trailer, everybody will love it. Like this woman's hunting a uh, a bear and she pisses it off by shooting with an arrow, and she's like shit 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 shit. So she dives into the river and swims into a uh, um a beaver beaver uh, den. And she's trying to, you know, and it, the bear's tearing the shit out of the beaver den. It's going to eat her. It's going to eat her face. It's going to eat all of her. And suddenly it just drops dead. And then the bear slowly gets dragged out of the beaver dam. And the predator uh, just fucking, like, military presses a grizzly bear. Yeah, that like, part was dope. That's Yeah. That's that's not good. That's 600 pounds. Yeah. I'm scared now. No, that, that's cool. Like, you know, that's. I'll be curious to see, and you know, but it could also end up being one of those things where, like, I could see some fun plot hole spackle where the, the predators like, all right, sweet, let's do this on even terms, and like 
takes off its equipment or whatever. Takes all the stuff off. Yeah, so. Yeah, we've, we've all seen that. Yeah. We've all seen that. There's uh, also a fun. All right, guys. Really still fun... waiting for my Batman versus Predator movie or a really dope animated series. Let's go. Animated. Animated. Yeah, it, I, that, that seems ripe for HBO, animation. Yeah. Blood everywhere. Yeah. Um, There is a real fun fan, fan uh, theory that in all of the Predator movies, there were multiple Predators. I like that. Yeah. So they take the Predator 2, like, in scene and project it forward and backward. I'm fine with that, too. I mean, the, right, the whole Predator mythos has gotten so bananas anyway, it doesn't really matter at this oh, point. Oh, yeah. I mean, the one guy walked around pouring blue goo on aliens and they, they melted. It's awesome. Yeah. All right, Shay, the boys, season three, let's talk. Man, that shit is rowdy. Um, it does not hold back. No, I, uh, <laughs> I mean, I love that show and it's one of those things where like every time a new season comes out, it's just as good as the previous one. And it makes me just feel like, God, I remember this. This show's so great. The comic book's really good too. Yeah. The comic book is unbelievably graphic and the show is just as graphic um, the the showrunner has said repeatedly because everybody keeps asking him. It's like, so what did Amazon Ollie do? And he's like, honestly, they haven't told us no yet. But yeah, yeah, that that is uh, uh, fucking evidence by the first like thirty or like the first part of the first episode of the season is is just insane and it's it's Shane, <laughs> what, we we've already dis- discussed that you know this is spoiler alert central. Why don't you paint the picture for the first? I don't know, what, 75 seconds? Of, Something of like the, that. Of... It's, it's it, You know, I, I'm not really sure. i got to go back and rewatch it because it caught me off guard because I, cause I, I you're, you're looking at, I forget what his name is, um, the guy that can shrink. but he's bas- I want to call him Ant-Man. But he's not Ant-Man, well. but it's the same, it's the exact same principle as Ant-Man, except right. he doesn't need a suit. He can just do it. It's like the cricket or something stupid. I can't remember what his name. I'll have it here yeah, in a second. Yeah, find that shit talking. for us. Um, because he's never a character they really follow. You just see him in the background doing stuff, and he did some weird stuff in the other seasons. But anyway, uh, he's you know he's making out with this dude, and he shrinks down and crawls inside the guy's dick. You know, right through his pee hole. Through, right through his pee hole. But like, it's so funny because they the way and I, guys, you gotta want, see this. They frame it from his perspective. He shrunk down real yeah. tiny. He did a bunch of cocaine shrinks down real tiny and then it's it's like that it's like the scene of like all the uh uh, uh invaders like inner space yeah it's, it's it's just this massive cock flopped out of the table he crawls inside of it going for the prostate and then because he did cocaine he sneezes and grows back to his regular size right. and explodes the guy and it's right. incredible <laughs> and then there's a a really like really cool fight actors- scene like the actors stand there, he looks at this this dude that's blown in half, and he's just oozing all over the floor. And it's almost like he saw it happen too. Like the audience is in shock, he's in shock. Everybody's like, "All right, that just happened." I mean, this is right out the gate, and it's it's right, and it kind of sets the tone for the whole season. It's, it's a lot of fun. Um, I when he put when he shrinks back when he shrinks real small. And then Butcher puts him in the big bag of cocaine and just shakes him around in the oh, bag yeah. of cocaine so he ODs. That shit was hysterical. Um, it's amazing, but uh, the- yeah, like, like after after he after he after he kills the guy he was gonna you know in inside outside jack off he uh, 
you know, he turns big, he screams at everybody, uh, Frenchie sees him do it, and then he turns small, and he's gonna kick Frenchie's ass and crawl on his butt, and then I guess explode Frenchie. Yeah. And that's where, that's where the, uh, oh shit, what's her name? Uh, the, um. The, the, like, uh. The girl who, who can't die. Yeah, she's, yeah. She, she can't yeah, speak, I, she signs. Yeah, she can't speak, she signs, but, like, she, like, grabs him and, like, you know, she, like, reaches in, reaches in his butt and grabs her grabs him and like and and it's such a, like a weird weird scene and then like he's getting ready to jump in Frenchie's mouth and of course explode him again and um and uh you know that's where like butcher just puts the bag of coke there and they shake him into it and and he's like OD and like lift yeah just OD and the shit out of himself cuz he's literally in like what you would consider a hot tub full of cocaine. Yeah, swimming it, it's, it's it's hysterical it's it's great yeah. um I'm loving the uh just I'm loving how I'm loving how unfucking hinged uh, That's what is. I was about to say. He looks like he's always restraining just a little bit of madness. And it's it's the the the, the guy that plays him is crushing it. Yeah. The 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 thing I would compare that to is the Man of Steel, the actor I can't remember his name off the top of my head, uh, who Henry played Cattle. General or no General Zod. No, no, no. Oh, who the fuck General that was? Zod. That that guy, the way that guy spoke, always the way his jaw moved, it always looked like he was containing a scream, like he was trying not to scream yeah. as he talked to you. And Homelander is talking like that, and Homelander's just psychopathy is that you know he's going on all these you know because he was banging he was banging the Nazi um, uh, stormfront, and now he's got to go on all these talk shows and act like he had no clue and he didn't care. He just fell in love with the wrong woman. And he's just repeating this bullshit over and over again. Like everybody who's ever seen a celebrity fuck up. Exactly. Do this, yeah, yeah. Do this same, um, the same, you know, the same, um, press junket. And he's doing that with a smile and it, that doesn't quite reach his eyes. And then a the second they go to commercial, he just sits there and stares blankly forward while whoever yeah. he's talking to is like, Hey, that sounded really good. He doesn't even fucking acknowledge no. you there. I, I wonder, uh, I don't know how many seasons they're supposed to have, but if they blow their load this season, have like actually have Homelander lose his shit. But I don't know if that's. I haven't read far enough ahead in the comics to because that's only like seventy issues or something, right? Yeah, yeah. So um, I don't know if that's ever a thing, but that's what they're hinting well, at, which could be a lot of fun. Yeah. But then who who's your big bad after that? Exactly. Well, the, I, no, like I said, I, I I told you before, I've seen the first episode. Watched about twenty minutes of the second episode, but Rachel and I were pretty drunk, so I'm gonna have to rewatch that. I, what they what they're doing is they're gonna inter, they're gonna introduce a guy named um, Soldier Boy, who is as big or you know comparable to to Homelander, and then whatever you know they they say he they killed him, but clearly he's in this episode. That's your boy. Uh, what would you say, Simon? Uh, Dean. Uh, for the guy, I can't remember the guy's name. Jason Eccles, I don't, Dean's back. whatever. Yeah, Dean, the guy that played Dean in Supernatural is playing Soldier Boy in this. And honestly, I di it didn't register. I knew he was in it, but it didn't register at first. And like he said something with that similar tone, I was like, oh shit, okay, yeah, yeah. Who's like so basically Captain Soldier America? I'm understanding, like, yeah, yeah, a, a, a less, yeah, less patriotic Captain America. And so apparently, he's gonna be the he's gonna be either the answer to. Um, Homelander or another problem, but yeah, it's it's. I mean, because the they said they took a, his body. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe they're going to go some sort of Winter Soldier aspect with it. Yeah, that's fine. I'm fine with that. I've I've watched dumber shows. Yeah. Um, my wife once said, um, uh, I, I want to get this quote correct. 
robots fuck dragons, and that's how you get vampires. <laughs> awesome. And she was trying to describe some anime I was watching, yeah. and she put that on Facebook. Yeah. And one of, my, one, one of one of my buddies one of my buddies posted, "I'd watch that." Yeah, yeah, for sure. That sounds dope. <laughs> that sounds dope. But like, you know, I watch dumber shit. But the thing about the boys is that it 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 keeps for somehow it walks that line of just absolute gratuitous violence, just absolutely mm-hmm. un- unneeded violence and silly and really kind of uncomfortable nudity and a story that like, like people that aren't into comics are like, Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. No, it's cause like, cause I watched it with Rachel and she's not, she's not big into comics per se. You don't and, have to be. I mean, right. Like well, it, I mean, yeah. she loved the shit out of uh Spider-Man no way home. Cause everybody did. It's, it's a, a national treasure. Um, but like she watched the boys and she was like, "What the fuck is this?" And she looked at me for explanations because I'm supposed to be the one that reads the comics. I was like, "I got no fucking clue. This is insane. This is insane." Kind of like the way you told me to watch um, Invincible on uh, was it Hulu? Uh, it's Amazon Jam. Amazon, yeah, that shit that that shit fucks too. Yeah, yeah, it's that same kind of extremeness to it. I love it. Um, a lot darker. Well, not really that much darker than uh, Invincible, but no, it's great. I love it. Um, I'm glad the boys are back. Uh, I love, uh, I always fucking, I just do Carl Urban chews up every scene he's in as Butcher. It's so over the top and I love it. Well, there's, um, I, I, you know, like I said before, I, I watched the first episode, a little bit yeah. of the second episode, but the first episode I was like making dinner. So I sat around today and watched while I was waiting on the, the roof guy. Watch the rest of it, and and I and I really missed a good scene in the first episode where Butcher's just sitting in his apartment, and suddenly fucking Homelander's there because you're not going to keep Homelander at anything. Yeah, that's it's like, it's like second wanted... or third episode, something like that. Yeah, yeah, I, no, it's first episode, and he's like he's like talking about how like where's my son because Homelander wants to know where his son yeah. is, and Butcher's like, I don't know. He's like. How about I just pull your legs off until you tell me? Yeah. He's like, no, no, no. See, that doesn't work because if you pull my legs off, I'll go into shock and I can't tell you. So why don't we just cut to the chase and you laser beam my face and then we're done? Yeah. And they like, and then Homelander realizes like, all right, well, I guess if I kill this guy, he's not going to tell me. And that's not going to do. You know. And so they sit down and have a conversation about like, you know how fucked up this is. Like, don't you just want to fucking go nuts with it? Yeah. And, and you know, and Homelander's like, I still want to go nuts with it, don't you? And Butcher's like, Oh yeah, let's get nuts. Yeah, let's get nuts. yeah, let's get crazy. Yeah, let's you know, no holds barred, whatever. Yeah, it's yeah. I don't know, it's it's yeah, it's a pretty great show. It's uh, I guess you could yeah, I wonder, I don't know where it's gonna go, man. I don't, I don't remember uh where I was in the comics, and it's pretty different from the comics in a lot of ways. Yeah, well, the whole um. I believe that the the storyline of Herogasm is kind of what they're doing with this season, but not like like the hero the Herogasm storyline is a is like all the soups go to an island and do really debauchery shit. Yeah, and the show's like now we course can't show all that, but we're gonna take bits and pieces of it because everyone's like, are you gonna approach this storyline and they're like yeah we'll, we'll, you know we'll get there no we'll get there yeah no it's pretty i, I it, we just saw we just showed a guy blowing up a guy through his penis it's so, so god that was so weird like it was so funny because i mean the scale of it is like imagine standing in front of mount everest but it's a cock 
just flopped on a table. Like that was that that perspective of whatever that guy's name is, just stand there looking at it, and then he walks into the guy's dick hole like it's a, just he could have gone in there twirling a cane because he was so small. That right. shit was so funny. <laughs> and like, I, just from a logistics standpoint, I was like, how does that? I don't know why that gets that guy off. And he's like, all right, go to the prostate. He's like, oh, all right, we're gonna go, we're gonna go milk the guy's prostate literally from, from the, the inside. inside. Like the whole scene is so fucking good and it's so funny i guess i just i was i, I maybe it caught me off guard because i'm like all right more of the boys whatever and i'm just like sitting there fucking around on my phone and i look up and i'm like wait a minute what's happening <laughs> god did i just see that shit was so fun yeah it's good stuff all right all right not for the kids now, oh god no that also that reminds me very much of was it deadpool deadpool 2 mm-hmm. where ryan reynolds did the whole thing at the beginning of the movie's like I'm glad to see you and your kids here. Actually, I'm not. If you brought your kids here, you're a bad parent. Mm-hmm. This is not a kid's movie. And I was literally sitting around kids, like 10-year-olds. I was like, whatever. Well, you remember, I don't know if you know this. I'm going to get my flask out. Do you remember the original? I think the first Deadpool was the one that they had a different cut of the trailer that made it look like a romantic comedy. Yeah, and yeah. and they put that in there. That was I don't think it was in theaters, but it was circulated around the internet. So and I definitely saw it like shoot across my social media on like Facebook, like and and someone being like, "It's weird. This movie has the same as that uh, name as that superhero movie." So it worked to an extent. God. So there, are, you know, hopefully there were a bunch of uh, girls that went to this movie thinking that's what it was going to be on because it came out on Valentine's Day, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was awesome. I believe so. The first, those, both of those movies are great. I hope they do at least one more and they don't fuck it up. Yeah. Um, uh, another instance where that's uh, a funny thing is I don't know how close you pay attention to God Awful Movies, the podcast. No, I don't. But uh, one of them they did was The Eyes of Tammy Faye, which is, you know, follows Tammy Faye and Jim Baker, you know, through their rise and fall and Christian, you know, fundamentalism and, you know, just basic huckstering, you know, grifting. Um, but the fun thing is, is like they all went to go since that movie was in the theaters, they all went to go see it live. And the one thing that was is like they're like one like one of them went to go see it first. And then they have, a, you know, clearly a Google document where they put their notes in and they all compare them. And then, then they do the podcast where we all laugh at. And like the one was like, yeah, I was not prepared for how many hand jobs were in this fucking movie. <laughs> and, I gar- and I guarantee you the Christian, uh, the Christian fundamentalists that came to this movie with me were not prepared for that many hand jobs. And the next one that saw the movie is like, so I'd already seen Heath notes, so I knew there was a lot of hand jobs coming, and I was sitting in a theater with a lot of a lot of church groups, and they were definitely not ready for these hand jobs. <laughs> oh man, that sounds awesome. <laughs> yeah, but um, all right, and, and okay, so last but not least, actually very least, um, to go off of how good the boys is, the other thing I'm doing now is I'm trying to understand who, what, and why the fuck Anne ran is a thing. And so I'm watching the uh, Atlas Shrugged movies, and God bless alcohol, because they are so fucking dark. I I mean, I feel like if you really want to get a feeling for her, you got to read her books. I have tried. It is unintelligible. I've tried to read the book. I have have bought bought the um, Cliff Notes of it. So I have skimmed that. I have skimmed the book. I've skimmed the cliff notes. It still does not make any fucking sense to me. So I watched the first movie, and apparently the the moral of the first movie is is this one guy who has great steel 
No discussion of how he made it because, of course, that's just, you know, that's a MacGuffin. Dude makes vibranium and tells everybody that he should be able to use his vibranium. The government says, we would like to check out your vibranium. And he says, no. And since they won't let him use his vibranium without it being checked out by the government, he is now a criminal. It's like, yeah, that's how fucking train systems work. You got to regulate that shit. Like, it's so stupid. It's so dumb. And I got, I, I guess I got to get through the three of these. I, I, I just, I'm trying, I'm trying to understand my libertarian friends and why they think Ayn Rand, Ayn Rand is some kind of a philosophical, you know, paramount. I, I, I just, it's just a bunch of selfish bullshit to me. I don't know. But that's my quest. Yeah. No, I'm never going to bother to read any of it. I tried. It's so goddamn unintelligible. It's just it's just silly shit. It's just like it's like, hey, I'm I'm the I'm the CEO of this company. If I if I just walk away, nobody'll have jobs. And then all the workers are like, Well, yeah, we kinda run the machines. We can do this without you. We can totally run this. We can totally run this whole fucking country. Well who's gonna set the schedule? Well we can we can do that. Well yeah, well who will play golf? I mean, I guess we'll get Jim to play golf. I, what are you talking about? Like, what the fuck are you talking about? And to prove their point, when the CEOs leave their little fake world, they destroy all the capital when they leave. And they're like, see, now you can't do it. I'm like, well, yeah, of course now you can't do it. You set everything on fire, you asshole. I don't get it. I don't get it. But that's my place. Um, oh, also, uh, one one last thing. Have you have, have you watched any of the Love, Death, and Robots? Nope. Uh, they're pretty good. You should watch them. Oh, okay. They're actually really unsettling. Like a lot of them are like, "Man, this is cool." Oh, yeah, that that tends to be the vibe <laughs> from my understanding. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, this. Oh, <laughs> that's not cool. All right, so you have anything else to say to nice people before we sign off? I can't say I do. I'm. Uh, if anyone's actually managed to listen to this entire thing, I'm so sorry. Well, um, they didn't pay for that's it. That's true. So it's on them. That is true. It's on them. Um, we warned them. First of all, we never said we were good at this. And we talked about Godzilla for like a good solid seven or eight Mm -hmm. minutes at the beginning of this for no fucking Mm -hmm. reason. So you guys, you guys got what you paid for, basically. So that's all I have to say about that. Um, As always, we hope you enjoy uh, listening to this as much as we think you do, because we enjoy doing it, because we enjoy drinking and talking to each other. And uh, if you have any questions or comments, you can always hit us up. It's uh, Twitter. It's at WoodsCast1776. Same thing on Facebook, at, at WoodsCast1776. And um, the Woods, the WoodsCast1776 at GMO.com because it's really not that fucking hard to stay on these platforms, people. Really not. You just have to not try to slander the families of dead kids. Um. We had episodes pulled because of COVID misinformation, right? We had one. We had several pulled for COVID mission misinformation because the YouTube, j- just on YouTube, um, several episodes pulled for COVID misinformation because they can't understand when we play Alex Jones okay. or Joe Rogan and make fun of them. And I appealed all of them, and the only one that they would not give us back was Prager U. Because apparently they couldn't understand that we were saying Prager University is full of shit. Um, we just couldn't. Well, in our off. fight for free speech, we're going to need to start selling some vitamin supplements here, Justin. Well, we need to do that. Um, 
we also need to send out, I would say, about 30 emails a day saying that without you, we won't be here. Mm-hmm. And um, we should probably do a Patreon before we do any of that. Alex Jones has, like, several different stupid, stupid-ass Patreons that are, like, for people on um, Gab and Telegram. Because he's not on Patreon. He can't be on Patreon. But... No. no. We will just take shipments of beer in increments of cases. Yes. And we will keep doing this. But until then, uh, remember what Captain Hodger says. Seize the means of production. Seize them. You seize